Welcome to Small Talk, a podcast of Connect Church where we discuss practical ways to lead your small group and small group ministry. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Justin Beasley. I'm the small groups pastor here at Connect Church and I am joined by our co-host. That's Pastor Zach, worship pastor, tech pastor, I don't know if that would be a pastor of tech. Uh, and I'm also uh, kind of do our website, social media, all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, I just get to hang out with them. That's, That's right. cool. That sounds cool, right? And we're so glad you guys are with us today. Uh, tell you what we're going to be discussing as we go through our time. Every week we come in, we're going to be discussing some of the what we think are the hottest topics surrounding small group ministry. And we're going to try to do that in 10 minutes with the goal of making your group better, giving you more confidence as a leader, and even dealing with some of those tough subjects. And hopefully we'll even make you laugh along the way. Uh, today's topic is the first five minutes. Probably the most important few minutes of your whole small group time is the first five minutes. And when you think about the first five minutes, and if you have people who are new to your group, and they are making a lot of decisions in those minutes. They're deciding how vulnerable they're going to be. They're deciding um, how much they want to engage, if it's okay to laugh if it's okay to be themselves, um, whether or not they fit in, oftentimes is decided in the first five minutes. So obviously, it's a pretty important few minutes of your group time. And so Pastor Zach and I were talking just before coming on today about the importance of the first five. And I was thinking about just stories and situations myself, you know, when people oftentimes come into a group setting and they'll open up with a question, right? Because we all sort of think about icebreakers when it comes to the first five minutes. Like, how do we get people engaged and plug them in and, and do some of these things? Like, what's the, what am I going to do this week that, that, that really makes it seem like they're happy to be there? And so oftentimes we'll open up and I asked our, our students this in our student ministry a few weeks ago. I said, hey, I want everybody to introduce yourself, but when you do it, I want you to give your first name and your last name, and I want you to tell everyone something that they don't know about you. Seems simple, right? Well, there's a pretty important trick to asking questions like this in the first five minutes. One, if I had just ended and went on. Imagine asking a question like that if it was to you, Zach, and I said, hey, I want you to tell somebody something they don't know anything about, right? Just to, to just give some details about your life and, you know, wow us in a sense. Well, Pastor Justin, I don't feel comfortable sharing something that, that uh, that's secretive about myself. And what are you hiding, Zach? Absolutely nothing. I'm uh, just saying I don't know if I've got a <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's, a, it's an interesting thought, you know, and people yeah. go around. But as a leader, one of the themes of the first five minutes that you're going to hear us talk about is the fact that you're always in control. And if there's any, any encouragement I would give to you as a small group leader is to always set the standard for your group. And for questions like that or even icebreakers, even simple questions, anytime I open up a group, I always make sure I answer my own questions. Mm-hmm. So if I was to say to the group, hey, I want you to introduce yourselves and give everybody something that, uh, that they don't know about you. Before I sent that to someone I don't know or even a person I did know, I'm going to answer that myself because if my intent is for them to give a cool detail or some experience they've had in their life or to make everybody laugh, then I need to do that. If my goal on that question is to take it deeper, you know, to reveal something about me that's normally not revealed in a public setting, then I need to be the first one to do that. Yeah. It sets the standard for your group. As a leader in control, you always display for your group what you are looking to receive from them. Yep. Always display for your group what you're looking to receive from them. You know, one of the things I didn't mention, I hopped right into 
that question because I was, I was thinking about the first five minutes. I thought about all the awkward moments that I've had in my life in group settings of those first five. And one of the most important things you can do is, like we did at the beginning of this, we introduced ourselves. You know, people want to know you as a leader. They want to know where you come from, how you got here, what the group's about, what you're going to be doing that day. And uh, in fact, not just in engaging people, but if, if you were to go look at, you know, some ways teachers are trained when it comes to education, oftentimes they will share with people what they're going to learn before they teach them something. So that's to say, hey, today we're going to talk about the first five minutes. That's done pretty intentionally because I want your mind thinking even before we start discussing about the first five minutes. And so you always take some time as a leader to introduce yourself and the topic and to engage people right where they are. Pastor Zach, let me ask you a question. Yep. Uh, you got any like uh, small group history to share with us about the first five minutes? Small group history. Well, small group uh, history. Our our group meets Saturday mornings at uh, Cracker Barrel on, on 66. So uh, that's Highway 66 for those maybe not listening in our area. But um, but anyway, yeah, uh, we meet there. And typically what I do for the first five minutes is I'll ask, um, like, name, where you're from, and what do you do? Those are like three easy little things people can answer, and, and that's something that that, uh, for example, I would always go first. I would not even tell them, all right, I'm going to go first. My name is Zach. Uh, I'm from originally Alabama. We moved up here to Tennessee when I was young, but I have grew up in Tennessee my whole life. And then uh, I'm the worship pastor at, at Connect Church. And the reason I say, uh, what do you do, is some, that isn't always a job. Um, depending on what group situation you're in, uh, you know, if whether it's students, it could be, well, I play football or... I go to school or I go to college or so what do you do is a kind of good open-ended question. That's kind of how I like to start off with, with our groups. So Love that. I love that, man. What do you do? Really, you're asking what defines you. Yeah. You know, if you were to define for somebody who you are, what would you say? That's a different way, uh, certainly a different way to um, to look at it. You know, when you talk, think about the idea that a, a leader really sets the standard in your group in the first five minutes. Um, I think about some key components that every leader should make sure they do in their group time. And this comes from, and I've mentioned this to some of our leaders, but this comes from really a history of people asking, whether they be in a staff meeting or a, a group leader meeting or some other time, like what makes a successful group? And we're going to talk a lot about that. We're going to talk down the road about really key specific details and other episodes that make a successful group. But there's really one common denominator in every successful group I've been around every time. It's never missing when it comes to people who do life together and have a good time doing it, and that's laughter. Mm-hmm. And people love to laugh. They love to laugh. And a leader sets the tone for how they envision doing life with the people in their group. And laughter is a key component. And if I was to encourage any leader in anything, it would be to make sure in the first five minutes I'm strategically, creatively coming up with ways to make people laugh. And that doesn't mean I'm a comedian. It just means I want to see them smile. Yep. You know, I want people to have the freedom when they come into the group to essentially say, hey, I don't know or care how bad my life's been over the past week or two weeks. When I'm here, I'm disconnecting from all of that. And I'm completely in and present and engaged in what's going on here. And the best way to do that is to help them laugh. The other reason that laughter is so big is because laughter breaks barriers. It tears down walls. Yeah. 
And if you're looking to go deep, not only in conversation with your people, but if you're also looking to go deep uh, into your personal life and to give them freedom to share more about who they are and their experiences and what they're looking to get out of their walk with Christ in this season, then you're going to have to help them laugh a little bit. Laughter brings about vulnerability uh, in all of us. And so, hey, in the first five minutes, always make sure you're strategically coming up with ways to help your people laugh. I'm going to ask a question I want you guys to think about while you're listening, but also for us to answer that uh, I didn't share, intentionally didn't share with anybody before our, our time today. But here's the question. How much of what you remember from your group, the last group time you remember, how much of that group time happened in the first five minutes? How much hmm. of it happened in the first five minutes? Well, I mean, obviously names happen in the first five minutes. Yeah, you know, so you you remember everyone's name. That's a pretty good word, right? You know, I mean, know your people, know your people's names. I mean, uh, and then also where they're from, their story a little bit. You know, with the questions that I ask our group, you want to learn your people, not just know them, like just not not just know who they are, but know know their life a little bit, do do life with them. So a lot of what you you in the first five minutes is is what will carry through for the rest of your time. Yeah. You know, we may forget about the meat and potatoes that we talk about because our group goes into some deep subjects. We may not fully remember all that stuff, but I'm still going to remember that guy's name. I'm still going to remember where he's from. I'm still going to remember what he does, right? Yeah. Because then I can always go back to that. And, you know, people may not care how much you know, but it's the old thing. But they uh, They know how much you care. They know how much you care, right? right. And so, like, if I go back to, I'll just say Tom— all right, I'm not going to use anyone's specific name, but if I go back to Tom and I follow up with him, and you know, in our group time, maybe we talked about some serious, heavy topic, but in our group time, we talked about, you know, my daughter's having surgery. Well, then a week later, I go, hey man, hey Tom, how's your how's your daughter feeling? How's she doing? Right? I learned that about him pretty quickly, or whatever. Right? So right. that's my point. We can always kind of go back to they know how much you care. That's right. All right. So that's kind of the first five minutes is where a lot will carry on for the rest of your group time. Yeah. I like to say it like this. Life happens in the first five minutes. Yeah, it's true. Life happens in the first five minutes. Yep. And so, uh, man, we, we're almost at our 10-minute mark, and that's my promise to you guys every week. But if you remember anything, remember this about the first five minutes. As the leader, you're in control. Man, help people know who you are. Help people know each other. Help them laugh in the process. And remember that life is going to happen in the first five minutes of your group. And I hope you enjoyed it. Next week when we come back, we start our people series. We're going to learn a lot about what types of people are going to be in your group. My name is Pastor Justin. This has been Pastor Pastor Zach Zach that's been with us. So we love you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.